Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the 40 Minutes Basketball Network. It is the first time we've actually ever done this. We've done the 2K recap episode in the past, but this is our 2K preview episode. Uh, I am Tim Daniel, joined by Mr. Sean Mackey himself, and we're going to dive deep dive into NBA 2K23 because if you are listening to this on Thursday, uh, it is just a day away from 2K Day, or in some places, you get 2K uh, tonight at midnight. Uh, if you're joining us live, we're doing this the day before. Thanks for hanging out with us here, whether you're on the Facebook, YouTubes, or Twitters. Um, but Sean and I are really excited. This is our game every year um, that we get excited for. It just so happens it's always when I'm just like having a lot of fun with another video game that 2K drops and I have to drop everything I'm doing because I get sucked in. Um, the Cowabunga Collection just came out last week of all my favorite Ninja Turtle games as a child. And just reliving those, even though I'm only playing like a couple levels at a time and then just moving on to yeah. like the next game, just because there's so many options. Uh, it's been so fun. Uh, Madden's been out for a couple weeks and I don't know why I do this to myself. I get so excited for it. It always looks beautiful. And then I just get angry because I throw interceptions on every possession. And I'm like, why do I do this? I don't know why I do this. Is, is that, is that why you're not having fun with Madden right now? Yeah. Is it just a really, is it yeah. a really tough game? I, I don't ever play Madden. I haven't played a NFL game uh, religiously since game day 97. So that was my, my last time that I was really into a football game. And that was yeah, so, 25 years um, ago. I really love what they've done with like the passing where they've made it where it's like, it's supposed to be where you don't throw interceptions anymore and you can throw like different types of passes and stuff like that to kind of like lead your receiver and stuff like that. But it doesn't work. Um, it's just doesn't know. work. Okay. Yeah, the only okay, cool thing about okay. it was the uh, the John Madden Memorial game where you like play like it's basically a, a Legends Pro Bowl. It's the AFC versus the oh, NFC cool. greats. Yeah, that part's fun. Other than that, no. I get to play with Barry I'm Sanders assuming one and Deion of those Sanders in the same team. Oh, I was you know yeah. I was hoping OJ Simpson would be part of that, but no, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Left him out of it. He was a uh, EA Shocker. was not available Shocker. to get his scan. They could not get Shocker. a scan at the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, with that being said, before we do get into our 2K conversation, uh, we did have a couple trades since our last episodes because we recorded our win total ones in back-to-back days. And then everything went crazy right before we posted the Western Conference. Uh, thanks a lot for that, NBA. Um, obviously, the first one of that, Patrick Beverly to the Lakers happens. Uh, the Lakers finally move on from Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Uh, this is going to kind of both trades we talk about involve the Jazz, obviously, as they now have like 29 guys on their roster and about 17 draft picks. Um, so that kind of makes it interesting. I have been very open in the past about not being a fan of Pat Beth. Uh, I was really, really annoyed with him uh, when he was doing ESPN this past offseason. Um, but yeah. this does this does make the Lakers M- better. Mr. 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 Hot Take. Yeah. 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 Um, but this, this trade definitely does make them better. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, and he's, you know, and I don't know. He thinks very highly of himself. Some of the quotes he's already putting out are just gold, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, you know, well, they've never, he's like, they haven't played with me. He's like, I was, I was playing last year during the playoffs. They weren't, you know, that kind of thing. So, but that chip on their soul, maybe that's what they need. And maybe that's what implodes them further. So it's going to be one of the two. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's a good move for them. Um, I really, I think they've done a good job of improving their roster. Um, I'm still not entirely sure what their ceiling is. I don't think they're very good by any means, but they're certainly going to be better, especially defensively. Um, so I think this was like a really, really nice piece for them. Yeah, I like it. I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. So, yeah. And then the real trade that we got to talk about, oh my goodness, coming out of left yeah. field last week while I'm on vacation. Um, I guess not left field, but uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavaliers was yeah. awesome. It was yeah. so yeah. awesome. So awesome. I was like on the beach and my phone's blowing up and I'm like, oh crap, what's going on? And it's like, and I'm like, oh, they got to keep Mobley, Allen and Garland. I was like, yeah. okay. And then it's like, all right, they gave up a couple draft picks, whatever. Uh, Lori Marketing. Yeah, Lori Marketing. Oche Agbaji. I hope he didn't buy yeah. a house in Cleveland. Um, yep. that, that would be pretty painful. And then Colin Sexton does the sign and trade where he signs a long term deal with the Jazz and it sounds like they're planning on keeping him uh, yep. for the future. Um, I know a lot of people are trying to say the Jazz won because Danny Ainge hustled a lot out of Cleveland here, but they didn't win because the Cavs got to keep their core and add an all star. Uh, they're going to be really, really fun. It might take them a couple weeks to click, but I think they're going to be really, really good, and they're going to be a blast to watch this year. Yeah, Danny Ainge basically was on the other side of the trade that he did years ago for Garnett when he did that trade with with Kevin McHale when he was running the Timberwolves, where he got just a bunch of assets back for Kevin Garnett. Ainge is doing the same here. Obviously, they did not win the trade, like you said, because they ended up keeping their entire core uh, Colin Sexton, interesting prospect to lock down. They do get him. Laurie Markkinen, not a fan. <laughs> we lived through that. A few times. We lived through that. Guys in Utah, if you're a Utah fan, steer clear. Just steer clear. Uh, he's not. He's Don't fall not for gonna... that first five three point ma- three pointers made game. Don't fall yeah. for it. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's bad news, and he's hurt all the time. So um, that you know, he's a nice piece to have, I guess. You know, if he's if he's coming off the bench or something, that's fine. But um, kudos to Cleveland for being able to pull this off. To be able to, when you have a a team that is set up, you know, where you have some pillars in place. Darius Garland had a had a fantastic year. Evan Mobley, me and you both feel I think the same about Evan Mobley. We think he's the future of the NBA. You know, I think I said a couple weeks ago, you know, he's what I kind of hope that Anthony Davis would have been. Not to say that Anthony Davis has not been great in moments, but Anthony Davis has always hurt. Um, but he is such a stud. And Jared Allen, who developed into an all-star this last year, also former all-star Kevin Love still being on the team. And when Kevin Love has a good team, he is engaged. Yeah. So, so that helps too. And then putting an actual established all-star with a chip on their shoulder, like Donovan Mitchell, who has been in a bad situation for the last couple of years, like a really, really weird, bad situation ever since the COVID thing happened. 
Um, things have not been great in Utah. So him getting out there, this is a huge steal for them. The Cleveland Cavaliers, as far as I'm concerned, they're right there at the top of the East, you know, you know, with the Boston Celtics in terms of, you know, if you want to watch some good basketball right now, um, they're going to be one of the best teams that you're going to want to watch. And they're, they're a league pass team for me, for sure. Well, actually, no, they're not because they'll be blacked out. <laughs> so, a, but we, we get, we get all the games on, on Bali sports. So they're, they're a Bali sports team. They're a Bally, yeah. uh, So not to mention, you know, Mitchell, Love, Allen, Garland, Mobley. Uh, this team still has Karis LeVert, who's yeah. going to be a guy scoring off their bench. Ricky Rubio is coming back this year. Yeah. Um, you know, they actually got Raul Neto, who is not great. By yeah, means, I did. But I did a see that player. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, player. he is. He is. So, so, yeah, I thought I think it's going to be a fun year for the Cavs. Um, they're probably going to be my 2K team in franchises just because yeah. they're going to be a blast and the Bulls are not going to be a blast. Um, but that is neither here nor there. Um, I'm excited for the Cavs. I can't, the jazz, I just counted have 19 guys counting two way players on their roster right now. So they're going to have to cut six guys. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be, you know, they're going to be all in for, uh, what's his name? Victor. By the way, I totally forgot until I was looking at, like I saw the pictures of Stanley Johnson working out at the Utah facility. I forgot how terrible those new jerseys are that they're getting. Oh my god, I forgot that those yeah. suck horribly. Yeah, yeah, they're. You, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a dark year in Utah, you know. But next year, you know, you might get a great draft pick and you might better build from there. Danny Ainge is a is a great executive, though. I'm I. I wouldn't put anything past him. Yeah, I agree. I saw some people who were like, "Well, don't worry, Mitchell's gonna believe him for the Knicks anyway." And I was like, "I don't think so. He's he's got it pretty good there." I, Plus, there's a certain spot open at small forward in 2024 when a certain all-time top three player of all time becomes available. So, yeah. you know, who knows? At age 40. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> fuck, we're going to talk about him at some point during this, too. The fact that he's still one of the top 10 players in the video game. So, um, let's get to NBA 2K23. Uh, like I said, this is the preview episode. I know I'm pretty stoked for it. Um Obviously, you know, it's it's our game. This is this is what we wait on for the calendar year in video games. We have other things we flirt with and play with a little bit, but this is the game. This is what we get excited for. Um, so talk a little bit about the covers. Um, first, we've got the standard and WNBA editions. Uh, standard edition, you got D-Book on the cover for the first time. That's pretty cool. And then the WNBA edition, you have Sue Bird, who just played, it looks like, her last game. as uh, the Seattle Storm were eliminated from the WNBA playoffs. And the female goat, Diana Taurasi. So pretty yeah. cool for them. I like the WNBA being represented. But I know most people are excited for, um, let me go real quick to this. These covers here, if you're watching along, the Michael Jordan and Championship Editions, uh, as we're bringing back the MJ mode, which Sean and I are going to go into a deep dive on later in the episode. Um, but the covers just look great. The photos look awesome. The graphics look cool. Uh, before we get into what you get for pre-ordering these, um, you know, what are your thoughts on, I think, you know, I use the term as someone who collects action figures and listens to a lot of action figure podcasts. I use the term toyetic a lot where, you know, you're at Toys R Us when you're a kid, you're walking down the toy aisle and something just jumps out at you and you got to grab it because it looks so cool in the peg. I feel like this game is the covers with the art for all of these is totally, I guess, is game etic a word? Can we, can we make that well, a thing? Well, here? Ma- 
we'll make it a word. Um, yeah, I, I really like all the covers on all too. of these, but but the the Michael Jordan ones are incredible this year. Um, yeah, and you know, putting Devin Booker on there this year, I think he had a obviously he had a fantastic year last year, and and. <laughs> The WNBA, I feel like, really, the, I, I feel like the WNBA, I feel like, hit harder this year than it had in the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, in terms of popularity. And I love that we're getting both games. We're both like, we're getting a WNBA game and a regular NBA game in this. And you're getting solid gameplay in both of them, no matter what. Yeah. Do you remember the first year of WNBA being in 2K when we played it uh, on a stream? And- yeah. We were like, man, this plays like an arcade. It plays incredibly fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very fun. It was very, very fun. I'll yeah, it was. That. Yeah, definitely a good time. Uh, so let's look real quick. If you pre-order these uh, two versions, uh, you get the 5,000 virtual currency, 5,000 my team points, uh, the 10 my team promo packs, which come out once a week. Uh, you get your boost for each my career skill type, uh, boost for each Gatorade boost type. You get a Devin Booker my player jersey and a Devin Booker free agent card. If you get the WNBA version, you get all those things we just listed. And for my career and the W, you get super Diana Taurasi jerseys for your character. Um, Yeah, cool, cool features. Um, I really like that the WNBA franchise mode is kind of getting more of a deep dive. There's going to be free agency. There's going to be trades. From what I understand, I maybe overread this. You're actually going to have a draft in there finally. Like, uh, that's neat. Um, you, You get a full season. You know, I mean, they only play like 36 games, but. The fact that it's like they are paying so much attention to this, I think that's where NBA Live really kind of, if you remember the last NBA Live game a couple of years back, they're like, we're bringing the WNBA in. You can play with them in like their kind of street mode and stuff. And yeah. then 2K was like, oh, that's cute. And they just kind of put a, dropped a Stone Cold Stunner on EA and just took over and made it like a really, really fun game mode. Yeah, and, and piece by piece, like you said, I, I like that, you know, they kind of dipped in with having the WNBA mode. Um, to kind of, I, I feel like kind of test the waters to see how popular it would be. Um, now they're going deeper. Like you said, they're going to have the draft in there, like a franchise mode. It's huge. Um, I remember back when um, NBA Live was still king uh, when the Xbox 360 came out. And the first um, version of that that came out for the Xbox 360 that was NBA Live um, was basically an unfinished game. They uh, they had like a, a versus mode. I don't believe it even had like a franchise mode or anything like that. And it was completely bare bones. And I was so just butthurt that they had brought out this game for this this new system that basically wasn't finished. And um, while the 2K has kind of done that with the, the WNBA stuff, they kind of dipped into it and everything – you weren't paying specifically for the WNBA game here. You're paying for the whole, the whole game. Um, you're getting everything with that. So, um, you know, I think, uh, I think that's huge. Yeah. It, it kind of brings me back. Do you remember? Um, I can't remember the year, specific year off the top of my head, but March Madness actually had, there was the year Antoine Jameson was on the cover. Um, oh yeah. They, they had a move where you could play with women's college basketball teams. And that was like a pretty cool, like pretty cool thing that they did back then. Uh, I guess now with the NIL stuff coming out and college football coming out, I suspect we're probably going to get another college hoops game in the future. Uh, But that is not why we are here. 
Um, let's go ahead real quick and go to um, for the digital deluxe to the uh, I don't like taking up space with physical media. That's not Sean and I by any stretch of the matter. Uh, we definitely love going to GameStop and getting that handheld, that hand copy and taking it home and putting it in the system. It's kind of like still something where um, if you've well, been listening to the show for seven years, you know how nostalgic I am in my childhood. Um, and that just kind of takes me back. Well, and also here's 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 the thing. If you're buying the exact same game digitally, it should be cheaper. There's no yeah. reason it shouldn't be cheaper if they're giving you no, no tangible game. Like there should be some sort of discount like that. And it's like if you're not going to give me a, a, a major discount for a digital version, I want the physical copy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for you digital deluxers out there, you get the 10K My Team points, the 10 My Team tokens, only 10 My Team tokens? Huh. Okay. Um, you get 10 pa- ten of your 23 promo packs at launch, and then the rest will kind of come out. You'll get two per week for six weeks. Uh, you get a, you get a starter, Sapphire, Devin Booker, and Ruby Jordan. Free agent options, a diamond shoe, a Ruby coach, uh, and then you get all the my career boosts and uh, everything like that. Um, t-shirts, accessories for your st- your player and all that stuff. So I think the Digital X has a nice little budget for your buck. It's just yeah. not what I'm here for. Um, let's get to it because we aren't Digital Deluxe people. Um, like I said, good for you if you are, just not us. So the Michael Jordan edition, 100,000 virtual currency, 10K My Team points, the 10 My Team tokens that I think is asinine that you only you start with that little. 23 My Team promo packs. Once again, you get the Sapphire Broker and the Ruby Michael Jordan. I love that we get a Ruby to start the game. Love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. We'll talk, I know we'll get into My Team a little later. You get the, once again, the free agent pack, the Diamond Jordan shoe, um, you get a custom design cover star skateboard for your my career guy. Um, I know we're not big my career guys, so we're not going to kind of dive into that. But what kind of separates the championship edition from all that? You get all those things we mentioned, but you also get that 10% XP boost on your my team season progression and 12 months of NBA league pass when you get championship edition, which that alone is worth the extra what 60 bucks that you have to pay to get this edition. Um, that's the version I pre-ordered. That's the version I'm picking up tomorrow night at my local GameStop. So sign me up, man. I'm pumped. Yeah. The, uh, if in case you've been, you've been keeping track over the last couple of years, guys, NBA league pass has gone up and up and up this year. Um, well, let's just say last year I checked last year. Uh, you know, we spent $280 on a subscription to a full league pass that had all teams, um, which I thought was kind of astronomical Um, because, you know, you don't watch every game. Like you're just, you're just not going to, there's just so many games Um, it's overload. So getting that, uh, you know, $280 last year to having this come for free, basically as a throw in with, your game is huge if you're an NBA fan. Now, this year in the NBA has lowered the price of League Pass. So it is a hundred, I think $130 this year for League Pass, which is so basically if you're gonna go buy League Pass, if you're you gonna go buy it, 20 bucks, you're gonna get 2K for $20. And you're not just gonna get 2K, you're gonna get a deluxe edition that's gonna have all this extra stuff if you're into basketball gaming um at all. I it's it is one of the best promotional things it is it is the best promotional thing that they've ever done uh in terms of um anything and i i think it's also going to help 
boost viewing in a lot of a lot of. I think there's going to be a lot of people. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of younger people that play 2K. You know, I play yeah. online a lot, and it's it is a lot of teenagers. It's a lot of preteens. It's stuff like that. People like that are getting into it. If you give them a free subscription to 2K, to I'm sorry, to NBA League Pass, you know, and say you know they live in you know Wisconsin and their favorite team is you know the New York Knicks, you know they're going to be able to watch, you know, all of those games this year, which is on any streaming device that they have, which is just, it's a huge, huge discount. So um, huge, huge value for your buck right here with the, uh, the championship district. I didn't even think twice about it. I just was like, here's my money. I'm going to pay for this anyway. I'm going to get the game and this. It's basically like I'm getting the game for free this year. Yeah. Now we don't have to go through the fight of, Hey man, can you log off league pass so I can watch this game? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to go through that anymore. Um, no, so that part's fine. stays are over. Yeah. Um. So, I know how I'm the order I made the slides. Oh yeah, I want to say this real quick. I was listening to the Game Marks podcast the other day. Uh, it's a wrestling video game podcast, and even they were talking about how great NBA 2K looks this year and how fun it looks. And I was like, wow. "All right, we're 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 growing. We're growing did, here. I like did, it." Did Did we talk about the pricing for the other versions at all? Um, I mentioned so, it a little bit, but we haven't gone, we haven't, we didn't kind of, so $59.99 and $69.99 for the standard and WNBA. Okay. Um, I think digital deluxe is $69.99, Michael Jordan edition, $99.99 and the championship edition that comes with league pass is $149.99. Okay, cool. Yeah. So where do you want to go? Do you want to talk gameplay changes first? You want to get into the game modes? Um, should we leave the Jordan stuff for the main event of the show? Yeah, of course. Of course, okay. we'll leave the Jordan. Lead with what you want to lead with. Go with it. All right, let's talk gameplay first. Um, some of the stuff you and I, uh, we, we play very similar, even though you're significantly better than me at the game. Um, we uh, This doesn't really do, do a lot for you and me. Uh, but the upgraded pro stick, which is kind of like your dribbling abilities uh, and kind of you know putting together different stuff to kind of get crossovers and make space on the court. Uh, I dig that. Uh, flexing on the rim so when you play with like a zion williamson if you get some crazy dunk and you want to hang on the rim for a minute you can do that i do believe they also still call the technical foul they so, do they do I like the, that. Te- the technical foul is is being called we're getting a little bit we're almost getting to be a little bit too technical in this where the actual video game aspect of it is not fun because the things that you want to do in a video game you're getting penalized for so it's getting almost a little too realistic for my my taste there on that yeah, I think that's like one of the issues I'm so frustrated with Madden about is because it's like, all right, we get it, like, but I have Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow does not throw six interceptions a game. So let's I know it's a me problem. I'm well aware of that. But let me like use my players and be good with them. But that's neither here nor there. I can get salty about that for a very long time. Um so more creative layups. So if you play with a guy like Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving. Uh, we have more different ways you can do with kind of the end of rounds and things like that. Really fitting that the day that, you know, when we're focusing on Michael Jordan and bringing in guys like Julius Irving, uh, as far as like focus points of like the NBA's greatness, that we're going to get stuff like this. So I really like that. Um, more authentic shooting. I know they've done a diff- done bunch of different shooting uh, changes. Uh, the shot meter is a little different. I've watched some of the clips where it looks a lot harder, uh, which I'm all for if we can eliminate the cheese of the online play like you talked about. Um, let's get rid of the cheese. And most importantly, um, on-ball defense finally fixed, uh, apparently. Um, you know, much smoother, much much more, like, realistic. Uh, you aren't just going to be always sagging off guys in the corner shooting threes. 
Um, so, and then some new badges for NBA for current NBA players on the new next gen badges. Um, so pretty, looks like they're kind of made a lot of changes, made a lot of focuses after listening to a lot of complaints. So, uh, I, I like the ideas. I've watched a couple uh, of the, you know, the, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Influencers have gotten to play. Um, and it looks like, you know, pretty awesome. So, uh, what have you kind of taken away in clips you've seen so far? Uh, the game looks a lot harder this year. Um, Much harder. And, all, and every year it gets harder. I feel like every like couple of days, I know me and you are going to be texting this weekend and going, F this, I hate everything, <laughs> you know, until we end up figuring it out inevitably. And then we start grinding through it. Um, every year they do make the game a little bit harder. So, you know, if you're, if you're just picking it up this year and you've never played 2K, you're going to be in for a bruising real, real easy. It's going to be, this isn't like, you know, I remember, you know, the video games of the past, you know, when I was playing, you know, in the dark ages, super Nintendo, I'd pick up NBA live 96, you know, log on. Uh, and I would usually win the first game I played, yep. you know, you don't necessarily do that. You really got to figure out stuff on this. You do have to run plays. You do have to, call pick and rolls things like that um and you do have to you can't spam you can't just you know try to steal the ball every second you can't just you know try to do fadeaway threes especially don't do fadeaway threes they're not going to go in never do it so yeah not even so, steph curry Actually, not even steph curry's with steph. A 99 and three this year so maybe he is he is you might be able to get away with it with steph but it's uh it's it this game's hard if you're not if you're not you know into the if you haven't played, you know, after the last couple of years, it's much tougher than it was, say, two or three years ago. Yeah, I agree. Uh, real quick, let's touch on my career. Like I said, it's not something we're really into. Um, it was really funny because I was reading. A lot of people are, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, I was re reading um, the courtside report on the city, and the features sound really cool. It's just not something that really excites me. Um, so you get to choose a team that drafts you this year. That's like where I'm that. immediately. Do you like it? I don't. I like the unpredictability. Well, here, yeah, I guess. I, I feel like any time that you do, any time that I've played my career, I, I usually end up getting drafted to some place that I don't really want to go. And True. then I have to, and then you got to kind of maneuver your way out. Now, every once in a blue moon, um, I get, like, there's been a couple times where I've gotten, like, where I've done it and I've gotten drafted to the Warriors something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a fine situation as long as Steph Curry gets hurt, you know, <laughs> otherwise I'm <laughs> you know? not playing. But then again, you're right. You know, if you, if you get to choose the team, you're almost a little too much in charge of your destiny, which is not how that works, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, the idea is you pick the team that drafts you, but immediately the fan base does not like you. They wanted some other player and you've oh. got to like show them. So, uh, so you're, you're Reggie Miller. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to show them that, uh, why you were the guy. There's a bunch of uh, quests for main and side story stuff to be, kind of build your brand. Um, and then for those of you who play on the pro-am and the city and stuff like that, there's gonna be three on three modes. There's going to be uh, different courts, the new theater mode, which is kind of cool where you can kind of like hang out and watch other people play. Um, I know that's a big thing now in the community. Um, the whole arena idea is kind of cool where you can go in there and kind of just play like an NBA arenas, like in the city. Uh, the That's Jordan cool. Challenge building where you can kind of go there and you can do uh, you can play quite a few games there and uh, kind of get some unlocks for stuff for my team and my player and stuff like that. So dig that. Um, like I said, I understand why people like my career. It's just not my favorite. Um, I am very keen to the road to the show on MLB The Show. 
though it gets immensely repetitive. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what happens here is it's like, all right, cool. Well, um, I, I just played and I scored six points off the bench and uh, I signed with Jordan brand. Jordan brand's not signing someone who scores six points a game. I'm sorry. Rui Hachimura is a Jordan athlete. Disregard. I said that. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of, eh, I get why people like, and I understand like the online play for it. It's just not me. Uh, mainly because I suck really bad at the game and that's why I don't play online. So yeah, yeah. It's a tough game to play online period. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Should we go to my team? Let's do it. All right. First off, Shad, I made sure I made this graphic specifically because I knew you'd enjoy it. Um, thanks to the crew at, my, at 2K for this. But with my team this year, no more contracts. And for those who have no idea what we're talking about, say you get a overpowered LeBron James that plays point guard and small forward. You can literally put him at either position. He's a 99 on everything, uh, including threes, speed, dunk, etc. But... You can only play with them for about 30 games because you don't have the contracts to make it unlimited. That was what we were dealing with before this announcement that contracts have yeah. been removed from the game. Thank God we don't have to fight for this because being in the year, you have no one you want to put a diamond contract on. Even if you love a card that you're using, uh, those days are Did, over. I, I got to ask you, how many diamond contracts did you throw on players this year, this last year? So I kind of quit playing like in yeah. February. Uh, yeah. So like two, I didn't put, uh, I didn't put any on, I didn't do it at all. I was like, I was like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do it because they were, they were giving away contracts like crazy this this yeah. season. So it's like, I never really needed them. But at the same time, I was, it's, it was so unneeded and stupid and they weren't worth anything in an auction house to sell either for like in-game currency. So complete junk. So uh big, big, big W for the community on that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about some of the new features. Uh, so the triple threat online co-op. I know this is something you and I are pretty pumped about where if you and say one of your buddies want to team up to, uh, get some achievements, you and your, your buddies can team up and play against the computer and triple threat mode and stack up some rewards. I know Sean and I will be doing that as we grind for, uh, Scotty Pippen in season one, uh, yeah. for sure. Um, I like this a lot, control lock to any position. So if you're, you know, doing a hit seven threes with Steph Curry challenge, that makes it a hell of a lot easier. Um, unlimited leaderboards. I'm not a big unlimited guy. I know it's the most popular game mode within my team. Uh, single player clutch time. So clutch time was the mode last year that introduced the four point shot. Um, Love where, this actually. I yeah. Sing, clutch time online. If you played it last year, it was very stressful and really crazy. Um, Unless everyone was grinding for the same thing, and then you'd be like, "Hey man, I got to hit these four four pointers with Russell Westbrook. Do you mind? Yeah, it, and I'll give you I, whatever you need." And yeah, and and that's probably going to happen again this year. I yeah. think, and that was that was to feel like that was the community finally kind of coming together and going, "This is so stupid." I wasn't even getting to a point where I was actually getting on the microphone asking people like. They would come up for a three and I would just, you know, flop, you know, and I'd be Same. like, all right, all right, you got this, buddy. And then they'd be kind of untrusting and they'd guard me on the next possession. And then I would do it again. They'd be like, okay, okay, okay. I'll let, I'll give them the shots. You know, it was kind of, it became kind of an unsaid rule, but single player clutch time, I really like this year I because too. I think, I think that's going to be fun because I do not like to play for long periods of time. Same. I, I have ADD and every you know i i move on from one thing to the other very quickly um and this is this is great uh because i will say this i have hated triple threat over the last couple of years me too um, me too so I, I get to about the hundredth win and i stop 
Yeah, I didn't get very I got to 200 I think this year. That was the most I played and I I I hated it. I couldn't stand it. So Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like this a lot. So, you know, you and I who have played this mode now for years. Um your non-lineup cards, you actually have use for with uh you can play exhibitions with them. Um so that would be really cool. I like that idea and then I'm really trying to figure this out a little more as I read it, it wasn't 100% clear to me but all current players will be rewards in the token market. So instead of you having to pull packs day one to get like Giannis, you can get enough tokens to go buy him and the token market to start the game with and have them immediately. That's really interesting. I did not hear about that. I like it. I do too. Yeah, that's going to be, they got to do something because last year I feel like the, the grind in, in 2k, my team last year was the rewards were not worth any of the grinds that you were doing. And I did quite a few really, really, really stupid ones. And one weekend where I spent the whole weekend trying to get a Vince Carter on my team. And I was <laughs> I like that. this, this, and it was not worth it in the grand scheme of things at all. So, um, but I did one thing I did learn this last year, you know, if, if the grind looks too hard or it's going to be too daunting or whatever, just go play another game or go watch a movie or go do something else. It's fun. There's nothing, you know, I, I just, I, I'm just not into that kind of grind anymore. Yeah, I agree. During um, the pandemic, it was a different situation, but like, dude, you know. yeah, man, that was the best team I ever had. It was the pandemic. Yeah. 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 Um, a couple things I didn't put on here. I was, I really like the idea of the trophy case where you can kind of have different moments and stuff to collect yeah. uh, pink diamonds for every team. I know the bulls, were the feature ones with the pink diamond Derek Rose and Derek Rose, yeah. You and I are frequent D Rose card users because they always overpower the hell out of them. So that'd be nice to have a day one shot at a pink diamond. Um, I don't really know how long that grind's going to be. Uh, and then the reward for season one is Scotty Pippen to kind of keep going with this Bulls theme of the Jordan era. Um, so which is very funny in reality considering that Scotty Pippen wrote a whole book on why he felt like he was always uh, disrespected by Michael Jordan. Um, but that's a conversation for a different show. Um, all right. Well, we actually really, this went a lot quicker than we thought it did. Um, uh, so we only have two game modes to talk about. Um, yeah. we didn't, de- we kind of talked a little about the W so we don't have to deep dive into that. Um, but this is, and then, you know, this is going to be a kind of a really fun one. Uh, so era modes, I know this is, this is the greatest franchise idea of any sports game ever. I'm going to go and say it. Um, you know, this is the ultimate, like, make play your way, play whenever you want to play, gameplay, jerseys, arenas, everything changes with where you play. So kind of give a little bit of details on here. The way it was kind of described, if you read the courtside report, was it's the ultimate pl- way to play. They answer the biggest what-if questions in NBA history. Um, you're going to get, so say you play in the 80s, you're going to get those authentic courts from those teams at that time and uniforms. You get original com, you get an authentic commentary. So from 83 to 2002, so pre LeBron, you get Kevin Harlan, Clark Kellogg, and Mike Fratello. Love that Mike Fratello is part of this. Me too. It's Love been it. so long. 2002 to 2020, Mike Fratello gets replaced by Greg Anthony, who I believe retired in 2000 around there. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then 2001, the present, you get full commentary team, all the guys we just mentioned. You get sideline reporters. You get several guest commentators, including I just saw him put on his TikTok the other day. Richard Jefferson is going to be a guest commentator in the game, and some sometimes like it. Um, some so the eras uh, that are listed specifically you can play. Uh, first, you have the Magic versus Bird era. 
That starts in 1983, so before the 84 draft. So you can try to win with the Lakers and the Celtics, or you can try to get ready to tank for Michael Jordan. Um, I'm curious to see how authentic that gets. Um, then you got the Jordan era, which starts in 91 when the Bulls win the title. Before the 1992 draft, can you figure out a way to get Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and draft Shaquille O'Neal on your team? Um, the answer is probably if you know how to play it correctly. And then you have the Kobe era, which starts in 2002. Uh, which is you know the last year the Lakers won the title in their three-peat. Um, and then right before the 2003 NBA draft, where a young man from St. Vincent St. Mary's High School by the name of LeBron James enters. Uh, and you can try to see if you can draft LeBron. So I mentioned this a second ago. I'm really curious about how authentic this goes because they talked about gameplay is totally going to reflect... You know what I mean? Like you're not going out there with the 1983 Philadelphia 76ers and Moses Malone stretching the floor to hit threes. Uh, yeah. You're not you're not going out there with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, going out there and pulling up at the top of the key. Like the gameplay is going to reflect that time frame that you play. Um, jerseys are going to look just like that time. Our arenas are going to look just like that time. Um, and I believe what they said is as you go forward, things will change. So like if a team gets new uniforms the next year you'll see those pop up. The team gets a new court, things like that, et cetera, et cetera. So here's my really wonder on how authentic we get here. Let's say you're the Houston Rockets in 1984 and you draft Michael Jordan number one overall. Do the shoe colors still come out as the Chicago's or do they look like Houston Rockets colors? Um, you know what I mean? Like where where is the cutoff and where we cut off the authenticity? Because 2K has always done a great job of reflecting like that time frame when you're playing with like the 85 Bulls and things like that. Um, but I'm really kind of, ex I'm super stoked for this. This isn't me being critical whatsoever. I'm just curious where the cutoff and authenticity is because yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Because it's like, everything looks awesome. If you look at the graphics from what they've shown, um, it looks like kind of like the 2002 mode looks like NBA on ESPN, which used to be the NBA 2K games. Cause they had the ESPN deal uh, yeah. back in the PlayStation one days. Um, so I I'm through the roof for this mode, dude. I'm stoked. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, this is definitely, I mean, they did this a couple years back. Um, and, you know, kind of, you know, what if, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, went to another team, you know, it's a big or Portland Trailblazers or whatever. Um, I think this is going to be a really interesting thing. Like you said, the shoe colors, that'll be something that you'll definitely be paying attention to, you know. Um, but yeah, this is fun. Um, you know, I don't know how much of this I'm going to actually play, but I am, I am going to probably, uh, turn it on just to kind of figure out some stuff about it and just see yeah, what I'll it's dabble about. It. Yeah. I'll dabble in it. Um, it'll be, I think it'll be fun. Um, also I, I love this kind of stuff. I love how much NBA 2k goes to like honoring the history of the league each year and almost at like in a historical fashion, especially for younger people. Um, how many older legends are introduced to, younger people playing the game and everything. Um, you know, and I, and I'll be honest with you, like back in the nineties, you know, a lot of that, when the, when they was the 90, was it 96 or 97 when they did the 50 greatest players of all time. Yeah. Um, when they did it that year, I, I remember the NBA live that came out, every one of those 50 players was a secret player in the game if they weren't That's already right. in the game. So, you know, I was going in there and creating like George Mikan and, you know, typing him in. And as soon as you typed his name in, all of his stats would fly down. Um, so you could all put all these players in. Um, and I felt like that 
was kind of my introduction to a lot of those guys that and a lot of VHS tapes from the local video store about histories of, of teams. Um, so I think this is kind of the, the new way of that, of introducing some of these players, some of these stories, some of these legends to, to younger people. Yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of one of the cool things that like the NBA has been able to do, like you said, with kind of doing such a good job with this. It's definitely where they have the advantage over like MLB and NFL and NHL games in the sense that, you know, if you're trying to get a full legendary basketball team from like 1993, you only got to get between like 11 to 14 guys where like, you know, I don't think EA sports is tracking down the 1996 green Bay Packers to find the third string quarterback. Um, You know, cause you got to find 53 dudes and like, that's just not happening. And that's what makes 2k kind of a step above when it comes to like the nostalgia portion of it. Um, So yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I'm definitely going to probably mess around with it. I'm sure I'll get sucked in in it because I love stuff like this. Uh, Yeah. I'm sure this will be the thing that you and I will be texting about because you and I used to literally like get together and make legendary rosters for teams. And then 2k did that. And then we would do like, we did like, all that stuff and then now they have this so makes life a lot easier if you're one of those people yeah all right man it's main event time here we go the whole super exciting thing about this year's game a recreation from nba 2k 11 which many including myself believe is the greatest nba 2k game of all time the jordan mode so the Jordan mode back then started in the 91 NBA Finals when you clinch against the Lakers. Uh, this time it goes back even further to the Love 1982 it. NCAA championship game when the North Carolina Tar Heels played the Georgetown Hoyas. And of course that game is infamous for Michael Jordan hitting the game-winning shot, um, which is super awesome. Um, I don't have pictures here if you're watching along, but I mean, if you're tuning in, chances are you've seen what's going on there. But um just like the graphics and the presentation and the show, like the Superdome before the game, while the games like bring brought up with the commentary and that. So like, that's really cool. And then your next game you have and at Indianapolis, uh, the team USA versus the NBA all-stars. So you can see a young Michael Jordan. I wonder, do you think, because you know, the head coach was that Olympic team was Bobby Knight. Do we get oh. Bobby Knight in the game? I doubt it. I doubt it, but it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, so each game is going to have different presentations with broadcasts and match that era graphics and commentary. Um, each game will also have an interview beforehand with a luminary that was part of the subject game. I know the clip that's kind of gone around shows Ahmad Rashad before one of the games. Um, and then I do have the list of all 15 games that we will have here. So let's do it. I'm curious. 82 national championship. Like we mentioned, UNC versus Georgetown, Michael Jordan versus Patrick Ewing. One of the greatest college basketball games of all time. 1980 game two, the 1984 team USA basketball scrimmage at the Hoosier Dome when Jordan leads a college team to play guys like Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Isaiah Thompson, more. So this was for Jordan before he's coming into the league. Uh, game three, the infamous 1986 first round game two of the Eastern Conference playoffs when Jordan dropped 63 in a losing effort to the Celtics. Um, Number four, the 1988 All-Star Game, uh, when Jordan played just 29 points and sc- uh, 29 minutes and scored 40 points, and they have those awesome, awesome all-time greatest NBA All-Star Game jerseys, in my opinion, yeah. uh, is that year. Uh, then you have 89 Game Five, the shot on Elo. Yeah, the Bulls win. They win. 
So obviously a classic mode that we just saw in the last dance and Ron Harper, even though he won championships with Michael Jordan, seems to still hold some bitterness in his stomach about. <laughs> I respect it. Yep. I do too. Uh, yeah. Game six, the 1990 Atlanta Hawks, Jordan versus Dominique. Number seven is at Cleveland that year when Jordan scores 50. Um, I'm sorry, 69. That's a 69 point game. Forget me. Because he played 50 minutes ago to OT. His highest uh, high scoring game. Yes, yes. Yep. The eighth game is the 1990 Eastern Conference Finals game three against the Pistons. The number nine is the 19... 19- 1991 NBA Finals Game 5, which we mentioned was the first game in the first Jordan mode uh, when the Bulls clinched the championship against Magic Johnson and the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is the 1992 NBA Finals Game 1, the infamous 6-3s Michael Jordan shrug game. And then you go a little farther ahead to 1995 at the Madison Square Garden. The Chicago Bulls against the New York Knicks with number 45 Michael Jordan drops a bloody nickel on the Knicks, as Spike Lee calls it. I, I, see, I see they skipped over the Phoenix Suns. Uh, yeah theory since they don't have charles barkley yeah basically yeah okay uh, cool and then 96 you get the uh, 96 finals game six when the bulls clinch against the sonics uh 97 game five against the jazz a flu game 1997 chicago bulls versus los angeles lakers which before you and i got on air we were kind of like whatever um as in that game kobe bryant scored 33 and jordan scored 36 but it's a regular season game so you know, whatever. I would, I would almost rather have, uh, one of the, one of the Bulls magic games from 1995 when he came back and, you know, after Nick Anderson talked a bunch of smack about him, he came out and, and laid it back down for him, you know? So I think that would be great to see some of that. Um, but uh, the Kobe game is complete fan service. Kobe, if you're if you're keeping track at home, Kobe scored five points in that game and he played ten minutes. So there's nothing about that that game at all except them playing oh, that's against a different each game. other. Um, this oh. is the '97 game when they had the shootout back and forth, but it's still oh you know, okay okay it's still like in like what January and yeah. it's like but yeah it's still totally fan service because um, yeah I don't remember yeah. that game no I was there. The, yeah, right. And then the last game, of course, is 1998 NBA Finals Game 6 against the Jazz, the infamous last shot against Brian Russell and the Utah Jazz. So um, super cool. Uh, you know, like we said, like kind of really love these like nostalgic things and having to get to do things like that. So I'm stoked for that. Um, every game is going to have different challenges where you can get rewards throughout other game modes. Um, also a big fan of that. So. Yeah. We think, man, I think this is going to kind of be the thing I do first in the game. Yeah, I think this season, um, or I, this season, I think this year's game, I feel like they've packed a lot in for the amount of money that you're spending for it. Um, like I said before, the, the League Pass subscription alone, if you like watching basketball year round, is, is worth it. Especially yeah. if you're, you know, you like a team that's outside of your immediate viewing area like I do. Um, it's going to be totally worth it. And it's, it is the full NBA league pass too. It's the full, you know, 30 team roster. It's not like pick five teams or anything like it was in the past. So you're getting that, but um, that is amazing. The bringing back the, uh, the Jordan challenges is great, even though a few of them are kind of fishy. Um, <laughs> um, the, um, the eras is going to be great. The WNBA stuff is awesome. 
sounds like my team uh, looks like a little bit more of an improvement from last year. Um, yeah, man, everything I'm liking everything you've been telling me today. Yeah, I'm so. <laughs> I know uh, yeah. I've been waiting for 2K for a little while now because yeah, um, just kind of needed it. But I think this is like WWE 2K, which is also the brand's other big sports game license. Case mode every year that they do. Uh, this year was Rey Mysterio's career. So, so it almost kind of feels like they kind of looked at them and were like, this was really cool. Like We could definitely do that, especially with it being the 2K23. We could do a big thing for Jordan, and I am all for that. Um, I know this has come up a lot where some people are thinking because next year's 2K24 and we just talked about the video. Do we get a Kobe Bryant mode next year? And I certainly could. Yeah, I certainly could see it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. But what's the cutoff? Like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know know what the cutoff is. 2K2 or 34, do we get the Shaq mode? I don't know. I would love a Shaq mode, though. Give me 2K6 so we can honor Celtics days. Yes. <laughs> and Cleveland. Yeah. That was 33. He wore 33. 33, days. yeah. Yeah. Man. Man. Uh, just the rainbow of I like with all the teams he played with. <laughs> That's... Yeah, we need that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, man, so 2K comes out. If you're listening, like I said, it'll be out on uh, Thursday night midnight for those of you who did the digital download and get to laugh at us for playing it earlier, but it's okay. It'll look great on our shelf um, next to our television entertainment center. So take that. Uh, But I'm stoked. I know you're stoked. I know we'll be playing quite a bit as much as we can this week. Uh, just a crazy entertainment weekend. You've got Disney Plus Day. You've got NBA 2K23. Yeah. NFL season starts. What are they doing to us, man? Go Bengals. I know, right? It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, yeah. well, we'll go ahead and get out of here for this. Uh, thank you all who nerded out with us for an hour uh, while we talked about this video game and broke down what we're looking forward to. Next week, we will have our, our first reactions to the game, what we thought of it through the first week. Uh, being able to play it and what all uh, please take a moment to give us a subscription on youtube uh, if you're here watching along it just takes two seconds uh, you can also check us on youtube uh, along with the cincinnati sin i forgot what this podcast um please take us on apple podcast stitch google play uh, and of course 48 minutes that's what Support the brand and get some cool swag. I'm Tim Daniel. This is Sean Mackey. Enjoy it, 2Kers. Can't wait to talk about it next week.